The United States men's national team's roster for the Nations League finals is out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Backfield Show. My name is Joe Lowry. And earlier today, on Thursday, the U.S.'s 24-player roster that will be trimmed down to 23 players by the time the Nations League kicks off was released. On today's episode, we're going to be diving into the roster that B.J. Gallahan or whoever's pulling the strings behind the scenes with the USMNT selected for this competition, which kicks off later in June. We'll go position group by position group, talk absences, who's not involved here, and what to expect in the semifinal against Mexico. So without any further ado, let's get to it and talk soccer. Let's kick things off with the goalkeepers. There are four goalkeepers brought into this camp, at least initially. Now, I mentioned it in the intro, but there's 24 players that are on this roster that was dropped today. Only 23 players can be on the final roster. Given that there are four goalkeepers, it makes a lot of sense that one of those players won't make the final cut. But the four goalkeepers, three of which will advance, is Matt Turner, Sean Johnson, Drake Callender from Inter-Miami, and Josh Cohen of Maccabi. Haifa. Now, it's it's fun to see Josh Cohen on this list. He's had a fascinating story playing in the USL, playing for Phoenix Rising, which is the club that's closest to me as a, as a Phoenix, Arizona guy. And then he went over to Israel with Maccabi Haifa, has then played in European competitions, has played in big games, has been in the Champions League. This guy's career has been unique. It's, it's, it's been fascinating to see him continue to evolve and continue to progress as a goalkeeper. According to reporting from around the U.S., he has a chance to move to Major League Soccer or will have interest from MLS teams after his contract expires. It's It's been great to see him go and, and have this kind of career. One other note for me, kind of a, a fun anecdote, at least I think it is, is this the first ever player I interviewed on the soccer side. It's Josh Cohen. I sat down with him. It's been years and years since then. He's done a lot of very impressive things since that moment, but it's cool for me to sort of sit here from my couch most of the time and see what he's doing and what he's accomplishing and think back to that moment. So Josh Cohen is involved. Maybe he won't make the final cut. Maybe it'll be Drake Callender or Sean Johnson that, that end up going back to their MLS clubs. Time will tell, but it is a strong group there. In general, just one quick note on the roster as a whole. This is a strong group. You know, The U.S. went with basically their top healthy European players along with a few more speculative picks underneath. But I think this is pretty close to what the current folks making decisions at U.S. Soccer think the first choice group looks like outside of, again, the people who are injured. So we'll keep that in mind as we're going through the rest of this. We'll see a lot of different players for the Gold Cup later on this summer, you would have to imagine. Now, there's four center backs in this squad. Chris Richards, Crystal Palace, Miles Robinson of Atlanta United, Walker Zimmerman of Nashville SC, and Austin Trusty from Birmingham City, this is a strong group of center backs. Tim Ream and, and Cameron Carter-Vickers are both injured. We'll run through the full list of absences at the end, but that's just a heads up on that front. Even with those two players out who could conceivably both be in the top four center backs for the U.S., it's a strong group. Getting Miles Robinson back and now fully healthy is huge. Chris Richards didn't have a successful year at Crystal Palace, as I'm sure he wanted to. Didn't become an every game player for them, but still has a ton of talent and is probably the most well-rounded center back in terms of his attacking ability, his passing, his distribution, his, his work in the air, and his mobility and defensive work. I like Richards a lot, and I think he should get a look in one of these two games, maybe both of these games against Mexico, and then whatever happens if the U.S. advances to the final or drops down to the third-place game. Walker Zimmerman and Austin Trusty are both solid options as well. Zimmerman is certainly higher up the national team pecking order, 
but good to see him involved and good to see Trusty rewarded for a strong season in the championship. Now, moving over to the fullback position, there are only three, but these are the top three center backs you would have to imagine on any USMNT depth chart. You've got Serginho Dest as the probable starting right back for this, and Anthony Robinson on the left with Joe Scally as the deputy between. Scally and Dest can both play on either side. We could see all three of these players over the course of this window and over the course of the Nations League finals, but I would expect it to be Dest on the right and Jedi Robinson on the left. Now, in the midfield is where it starts to get interesting. So I'll read through all of the names and then talk about some of the intrigue in this position group. First is Johnny Cardoso from Internacional in Brazil, Luca De La Torre, Weston McKenney, that's from Celta Vigo and Leeds United respectively, Yunus Musa from Valencia, Gio Reyna from Borussia Dortmund, and Alan Senora from FC Juarez down in Liga MX. I don't know if this stood out to you, but it stood out to me when I first read through this roster. There's only one number six. It's Johnny Cardoso. Tyler Adams is injured and missed the end of the season with Leeds United. He's not going to be involved in the Nations League for the USMNT. Cardoso is the only six. De La Torre is an eight. McKenney's an eight. Moose is an eight. Reyna is much more of a 10 or, or a narrow winger. And Alan Senor is kind of an eight, although I think he, he could do well as a number six. He's never played there for the US and doesn't really play there at club level and hasn't in the past. Cardoso is the six, and the fact that he's never been very good for the U.S. men's national team in his six appearances makes me think that we're going to see more of the double pivot that we saw from the U.S. back in March. It could be De La Torre and McKinney together. It could be De La Torre and Musa. I think most likely it's going to be Musa and McKinney as the two midfielders in front of the back line. Maybe we see one fullback push forward, one stay a little bit deeper, and then we see those two midfielders and maybe Gio Reyna in the right half space and Christian Pulisic, more on him in a minute, in the left half space. I think that's the the possession shape or, or part of it that we could see. And then the U.S. pressing out of a 4-4-2 with whoever the number 10-ish player is in front of Musa and McKenney pressing next to the striker. So that's a tactical note to watch for. And my best guess for what we'll see as far as personnel on the field against Mexico and beyond from that central midfield group. Now, moving out to the wing, Christian Pulisic from Chelsea, Tim Weah from Lille, Brendan Aronson of Leeds United, Taylor Booth from Utrecht over in the Netherlands, and Alex Zendejas. Those are the five wingers as they're listed in the squad. They're under that forward umbrella along with the strikers that we'll get to in just a second. It's a strong group of wingers, I think, between these players and Gio Reyna who really is is sort of a, a hybrid player between a, an attacking midfielder and a winger. I think this is about the strongest group you can possibly bring in. No MLS players in this particular position group, which I think is a tell that we'll see much more of those guys down in the Gold Cup between Jordan Morris and Paul Areola, maybe a few others from Major League Soccer. But it's a strong group, World Cup veterans, a lot of these players. I'm excited about what they can do on the field in that semifinal against Mexico. Finally, in the striker spot, two players Valoran Balligan, who is in Liga this year on loan from Arsenal. We'll see where he goes in the summer. And Ricardo Pepe, playing for Groningen on loan from Augsburg. We'll see where he goes in the summer. I think these are the U.S.'s top two striker picks right now. It makes sense that they're both in. I think Balligan is heads and shoulders above the rest of the strikers in the pool right now. But Pepe did have a strong end to the season in the Eredivisie. I think there's one thing to note on this position group and a number of the other players here Balligan and Pepe both could move this summer. Taylor Booth, Brendan Aronson, Tim Weah, Christian Pulisic, Eunice Musa, Weston McKenney, Serginho Dest. You can run through a lot of the players on this roster, and there's a real chance that they won't be playing for the clubs that they played for this season, next season. So I think it makes sense that we saw a lot of these top guys, and we're seeing a lot of these top guys involved now for the Nations League so that they can go back to their clubs and iron out wherever they're going to be for preseason. They can go back to Europe, sort those things out after a, a bit of time off, and then bet in for a full preseason for their new club next year. 
I think it makes sense. We're likely not going to see a ton of these guys back with the U.S. in the Gold Cup. Not that we won't see some, but I think we're going to see a, a lot of different players involved in that competition. So overall, it's a strong roster. I like the idea of Falorn Balogun as the number nine with Christian Pulisic and probably Tim Weah on the wings with Pulisic tucking inside, Gio Reyna tucking inside as well and pushing forward from midfield with McKenney and Musa behind them. Then you've got Dest in one fullback spot. You've got Jedi Robinson in the other with Chris Richards and Miles Robinson as the two center backs and Matt Turner locking it down in goal. Even with absences, and I, I, so we get to these, even with Tyler Adams and Josh Sargent, Tim Ream, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Zach Steffen, and Ethan Horvath all unavailable. This is a good squad that I think can go beyond toe-to-toe with Mexico. It's a group I think that should be favored for this competition. There will be a big asterisk around how the U.S. performs in these Nations League games because they don't have a full-time manager. And it's a little bit difficult to see what's going to happen with this group and who's going to take over and what kind of style they're going to play. But we'll still be able to learn how this group plays together. We'll see how they integrate Balogun. We'll see how they, they connect with him. We'll see how he integrates with the team and how maybe Giorena looks in midfield and how the double pivot plays, if, if that, in fact, is something we see. How Miles Robinson looks against better competition at the international level. Lots of storylines, lots of things to look forward to for these Nations League games. I'm excited. I think it's a good squad. We'll have plenty more analysis of the USMNT along with everything else happening in American soccer over on Backheel.com and here on the Backheel Show feed. For now, we'll talk to you again very soon. 